This is The Catch-Up with Nick and Hado. Hello, catch uppers Welcome to the Nick and Hado Catch-Up. Um, in today's episode, we've got lots of things. Yes, we do. We do. <laughs> Don't doubt me. No, I did, not for a second will I ever doubt you, Nick. Um, it's a big one. AFL, they're doing something big, changing the game. An Australian first. Not using the hands anymore. He's going to use the feet. No, it's because uh, coronavirus is changing the game for the worse, and I'm hoping it doesn't happen to the NRL. Do you think it will be for the worst? Because you won't notice the difference. Yes, you will. 100% you will. No, you won't. Yes, you will. I don't know if you will. People will notice. Guaranteed. I reckon they, if they didn't tell me and I watched a game of footy, I You'd reckon know. I wouldn't notice. I don't no, think I would. No, 100%. They, anyway, you make up your own minds. I disagree. Mm. They do it, if they do it that well, I don't think that they're going to be able to tell. Mm. We'll see. Agree to disagree. Disagree. Anyway, uh, <laughs> what's this look you're doing? I'm, just looking, I'm waiting for you to do the next bit. Okay. Shane Warne's getting a documentary made about him. Yes, he is. It's called Shane. It's just one long documentary about um, his uh, experiences with Ashley Madison. Mm, the Ashley hair. Madison. Yeah, Ashley Madison's the, the affair <laughs> website. Yeah, that's the dating website for people who are married that want to have affairs. Uh, Ashley something. Mud. Mud. <laughs> Ashley Mud. Mud, mud, mud. Mudcroft. Ashley and something. Ashley and Co. No, it's two names. Grant? Ben. Ben. ben Grant. Benson. Ben. Anyway. You know that one. It's not that, but he's had a documentary made about his life. It's a tell-all doco. Uh, he's had some interesting things happen in his life. Yeah. He's going to tell us about it. And we want you to tell us, though, what other Aussie icons deserve their own docos to be made about them, mm-hmm. other well, than Hato and I. Obviously, it was uh, me and you. Should have been the top response. Uh, also today on the catch-up, Nick, Secret Hound. You'll never guess what dog it is today. Well, you well you might. I don't know. I guess you have to play along. You just won't guess. Someone, someone is, did. Yeah, well, other than Rach. Yeah. Anyway, all that is coming up today on the catch up. Get up with Nick and Hado on hit. Uh, Nick, footy is coming back very soon. Just around the corner. Yeah, NRL uh, and AFL both coming back soon, uh, and it's exciting. Of course, we've yeah, you know, everyone's been. Just desperately waiting for it. There's nothing to watch. Around, nothing to get excited about. Around the world, they're looking at ways to try and bring it back as soon as possible. Mm. Is it premature? Who knows? But at least we'll have something to watch. Well, the thing is, there won't be any crowds. Oh, that's good. Right? I didn't know that. I because, thought they were bringing back crowds as no, well. No, well, that's clever. Uh, because obviously with social distancing, you can't have all these people gathering and spreading germs all over each other and that kind of thing. Yep. So, look, it's, it's happened with the AFL, and I really hope it doesn't happen to the NRL. I really hope it doesn't, because I don't like this idea at all. They're changing it. Uh, they're because there's no crowd watching the the AFL. They're adding their own crowd sound effects. <laughs> so <laughs> Channel, Channel Seven has unveiled that they are going to be adding basically like a laugh track, <laughs> like <laughs> like they're going to be putting in canned sort of cheering uh, to the footy. Is this going to be just for the TV broadcast, or are the players when they're actually on the field going to have speakers <laughs> there? Like someone's got their little uh, Bluetooth speaker and it's like, oh yeah, whack on uh, the grand finals. Uh, Audio and commentary. I would imagine it's just for the telly. I think it'd be very distracting for the uh, for the footy players. But look, I've no, I reckon not. I reckon you know if you've played in front of crowds your whole life. Oh yeah, maybe it's too weird. You not need having, it. Yeah, maybe they've grown grown accustomed to it. But look, here it is. This is the uh, this is the grab from that from the AFL uh, with no, no this is with no crowd. Right. This is how, this is how the it old sounds. Kick, but not a bad one actually. And then Martin, oh, absolutely superb. And Revolt kicks his third. So right. Usually you have people screaming out and hollering and hooting and stuff. It's pretty. 
It was a lot louder than I was expecting yeah, for no well, one being there. Yeah, the thing is, still like the 20 something guys on the field screaming at each other, being like, ah, oh, pick it up and blah, blah, blah. Ball! Yeah. Ball! <laughs> uh, now, this is the uh, sort of uh, a little sample of what it's going to sound like, that exact same sort of play with a fake crowd. Sure. Scrappy old kicker, not a bad one actually, and then Martin, oh, absolutely superb, and Revolt kicks his third. Oh, yeah. That's not very good, is it? <laughs> They're not, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it needs it. I don't think it does either. It's not that bad. I don't know. But uh, apparently they've, they've spoken to many experts. Uh, according to Channel 7, they've yeah, spoken to a number of consultants, including ones all the way from Hollywood. Oh, right. <laughs> They're getting, uh, I don't know, crowd experts from Hollywood to... Uh, <laughs> to, to do they do this crowd. in the States, do they? I don't know. In Hollywood, maybe. I don't. I don't. I have no idea. Are I think. <laughs> I would imagine that this is a world first. The AFL is doing it before anyone else because it's the weirdest thing. It's a little sad, isn't it? And it's so sad. Uh, but there's no. There's no word yet on whether it's just going to be positive crowd noises, like you know, Not cheering. Yeah, oh, great, great goal. Yeah, but we it, need the heckling. We need the heckling. We need the boos. We need people yelling ball. It's a big um sort of choice for the person controlling the soundboard like who chooses where whether they <laughs> they, uh, have a, they have a, the positive button and then I guess they button. would and they have to choose whether the umpire made the right call or whether he thinks the crowd would have thought the umpire would have made the right call really it's so convoluted head in there Instagram Instagram's telling me everything Nick and Hado are on Instagram follow at HitCQ one Australian icon is about to get his very own documentary and I think it's a story worth telling one of the biggest icons, one of our biggest sporting icons as well. Yeah. International appeal this man has. And I'm glad we're finally getting it. I'm talking, of course, about uh, the very great Shane Warne. Oh, good. <laughs> right. Get a his whole, own... like, Tiger King documentary. Because yeah. everyone is going documentary mad at the moment. Oh, yeah. You had Tiger King. You had... Uh, the Last Dance, the Michael Jordan one. Everyone's talking about that. Hot off the back of that. And Warney has confirmed that production is underway for the documentary, which is called Shane. <laughs> in his weekly segment on Fox Cricket's A Week with Warney. Well, surely you get a better name than just Shane. Well, mate, what do you want? Even Warn is better. No, Shane's funnier. a million funnier. people named Shane. Shane's nicer. It's a nice, know. it's nice, it's comfortable. It should have been called Warney. That's way better. That is true. That is very true. I want to know this, because I agree. I think Shane Warne has a fun story to tell. Yeah. Australian legend. He's had his ups and downs. Weird bloke, but fun bloke. Yeah. Deserves a doco. I want to know, on 13, 12, 16... Which Aussie legend deserves their own documentary? Oh, yeah. Who's got a story worth telling? If you give us a call today, our favorite caller is going to score themselves a hit CQ care package. They're worth, worth over 150 bucks. Mm. Awesome stuff in there from uh, French Hill Sports Club. You've got the mix in Gladstone. Why cook where you can get delicious pizza from them? They do pickup or delivery. Fantastic. Heaps of awesome stuff in there. All you've got to do is let us know. Who deserves a documentary? Is anyone you reckon deserves theirs? I can't remember a name. Uh, Chappelle Corby. Oh, I was going to say Chappelle Corby. <laughs> you really? Yeah. Mate, okay, subtle. It's uh, definitely going to be Chappelle Corby. Look at the Chappelle Corby one up there. Has she had one done about her yet? Oh, she would have had a billion and one sort of like straight to TV movies. But that weren't like involving her probably. Because there's a thing you can't profit from crime. So she wouldn't be able to make any money about the documentary or something. Interesting. Or maybe she can. You'd find a loophole. I don't Chappelle know. Corby would be great. Let's get to the phones. We've got Nicole on 13. 16. Who do you reckon, Nicole? What Aussie icon deserves one? Uh, Fred Hollows. Fred Hollows. He's good. He did. He's the eye guy, right? That's right. Yep. Yeah, this so one surprises me. Famous, but we don't hear much about the background of him without mm. doing research online or something. You yeah, know what right. I mean? Do you, do you know much about him? Has he got an interesting story besides obviously restoring um, eyesight everywhere? 
Actually, I don't. I was yeah. just thinking it would be a good one to know it more about. Good. I'd like to know more about him yeah, as well. Honestly, it surprised me that one yeah. probably hasn't been made because he has a lot of international appeal, old yeah. Fred. Yeah. He's done a lot of good, um, you know, especially because he's uh, got he's Australian and New Zealand. Like he's got, he was born here but died there or somewhere in reverse. Yeah, right. You'd think the New Zealand would also be getting on board with that yeah. one. Appreciate the call there, Nicole. Our fave caller today going to school themselves that hit CQ care package. Mm. Let's get to another one. We've got Jackie. What do you reckon, Jackie? Who should be uh, getting themselves that doco? Wally Lewis, the king. <laughs> Wally Lewis, right now. Look, I'm not a I'm not a big sports guy, but Wally Lewis, what what's his story? Well, he is Australia's only king, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Australia's only king. We don't have very many of them. Royalty, yeah. Uh, player from uh, for those who don't know, rugby player from the 70s, 80s, and I think even maybe to the 90s. But look, who would who would you have play him? Because he has a very like, I think a very classic Australian dad look. Is mm. there anyone in particular I'd love to see? Take oh, you want the... an actor playing him, like for the recreations? Yeah, well, I think he's you know he'd be getting on. You want to play it? You want a younger Wally? Oh yeah, probably. Um... I don't know. I, I mean, when you're on the spot, there we could get one of the he- we get one of the Hemsworth brothers to shave his head. Yeah, I mean, it's not your job to cast it. <laughs> that's what that's what we're realizing is that a lot of it is just like, oh, we'd like to see that. We mm. actually don't know enough about the full story to actually yeah. get the production made up. Let's wrap things up here. We've got Crispy Mitch, big uh, one of our friends of the show. Crispy Mitch, who do you think uh, which Aussie icon should be getting their own doco? How amazing would it be to see what it's like to come second your whole life, Shannon Noel? Oh, yes. <laughs> He's got a great story. You know, he yeah, came from well, nothing it... and then came second in the Oz Idol. And then, but he sort of, uh, well, yeah, it's sort of changed now, but it was that Guy Sebastian had no career and it was all Shannon Noel. Uh, he came second in the jungle, yeah. too. In the, oh, he did too, didn't he? <laughs> I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Yeah. Which is almost a poetic justice to a degree. Like, he was never going to win that one. But, no. God, he was going <laughs> to... Nah. Coming second is just as good. That is a story that I would like to see. He's made a career. Mm. He's, you know, everyone in Australia loves the guy. Yeah, he's, the, he's a real yeah. Aussie underdog, isn't he? Crispy Mitch, do you look like yeah. Shannon Noll at all? Because I'd love to cast you if you're free. Uh, I'll say yes, just for that. Yep, sure. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I don't know why you're trying to cast people. It's a documentary, mate. Yeah. <laughs> you have to cast people in a documentary series. Like, you, you know, for reenactment parts, right, mate. I don't know about reenactments. I don't know about that. But Crispy Mitch. Should we give it to Crispy Mitch? Yeah, we'll give it to Crispy Mitch. <laughs> I like the suggestion. You find yourself Woo! a hit CQ care package worth over 150 bucks, mate. Hold the line, and uh, we will get that to you. Thanks for giving us a ring. Uh, we are giving away hit CQ care packages all week. Took me, a, took me a while to realize. I'm like, yeah, you don't cast people in yeah, Ducos, you don't. Do you? That's what I'm saying. But yeah, you want it. Might want to have a reenactment scene. You never know. Get up with Nick and Hado on CQ's hit. Nick, we all like to think that we're we're a bit of a hero, right? You you like to think that if you if the situation called for it, you'd really step up and you'd jump right in there and save a life if you needed to. Yeah, I know I would, but well, I understand how <laughs> other people think. You know, like to think about it. Uh, a man in Queensland yesterday morning has done just that, Nick, yeah. and already. He's getting a lot of praise from all over the world. Rightfully so. But right here in Australia, the government, the man, poo-pooing him. What, how? I'll tell you. So his name, this guy's name is Django, like in Django Unchained. Yeah, sure. Possibly an alias. Not sure. All right. He's boating. He's off the coast on the Gold Coast, right? Yeah. In his boat, boating around, sees a baby humpback whale trapped in a net. Awful. Awful stuff, right? You hate yeah. to see it. He goes, you know what I'm going to do? Uh, I'm going to save this humpback whale's life. Because why not? So Django, what he does, he takes his shirt off, 
He puts his flippers on. He gets a knife. I assume he puts the knife in his mouth and dives off the side like Very a hero. Cool. And uh, gets the humpback whale out of the net. He saves the whale's life, Nick. That is very impressive. Absolutely amazing. He didn't even need to use the knife in the end. He didn't have to cut the net or anything. Just for looks. Yeah, I think just to be a bit of a badass. Yeah, and rightfully so. If you're if you're in that situation, you should look as cool as you can because you're doing something incredible. Definitely. Now and what? He's being poo-pooed. He's being poo-pooed. So obviously the story's gone a bit wild because everyone's super excited about this guy saving a life. So the, the news crew rocked up, talked to Django, and uh, they said, "Hey, did you get in any trouble for this at all?" And this is what he said. Oh yeah, I'm in trouble. <laughs> really? Yeah, of course. Did you get a fine? Yeah. How much? Oh, no, that's all right. <laughs> it was fair enough. Oh, I can afford it. <laughs> he was fined, Nick, for saving this humpback whale. He's done a good deed and he's getting slapped with a uh, bit of a, you got to owe us some cash now. So it was 522 bucks that they fined him. I can't find the exact reason he was fined because he didn't ruin the net. I think it was because he stepped in before authorities got there or something, right. which is crazy. Nick. I feel like we should be promoting people saving like, whales' lives. I think it's something along the lines of if you tamper with the net in any capacity, I think that's but where the He didn't even cut the net, I don't think. Yeah, but like moving it around and stuff, I think. But it, what humpback whale was oh, in mate, there? I, I agree. I'm on your side. I'm not on the other side of it, so I'm not against the humpback whale here. Now, it's, honestly, it's embarrassing because yeah. over in the UK, even the BBC, one of the biggest newspapers in the world, yeah. all news sources in the world, saying... Australian government, what are you doing? This man was saving a life. So the Australian people have stepped in, started a GoFundMe to mm. raise the $520, crowdsourcing everyone to pay his fine. Very nice. Uh, this only popped up, I think, yesterday, 18 hours ago, it was created. Yeah. Already at $4,000, so well over this guy's um, budget for the fine. Sure. So his fine's paid for, and now all the rest of the money is going to go towards like rail, whale research. How good's that? That's good that's what the money's going to go towards, mm. yeah. So Django's not getting the money. He's not getting no. the extra. Because uh, he was a bit, bit cocky before. Oh, I can pay for it. Right. <laughs> I can afford I can it, mate. 500 bucks. I think if you, if you own a boat and you're hanging out on the Gold Coast in a boat, you probably are doing all right. Can I give a controversial opinion here? Because mm. I have seen sure. these interviews Yeah. Uh, with this bloke, with Django. With Django. I, Great name. This is, and this is just my opinion. Yep. And I know this might make me seem like a bit of a bad guy. I think Django might be a criminal. Well, I guess he technically is because he did the he got a fine. Well, in that sense, but yes, he's a ref- he's refusing to give his name. Yeah, uh, his real name might be Django. He's they say explicitly in all the interviews, like this is the name he gave us. Is he you know it's <laughs> he, not his real he name. He gave no last name. Yeah. Gave no last name. He's given a fake name mm-hmm. in 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 the one TV interviews done. He's wearing a hat and sunnies to cover he up is. most of his face. Yeah, he doesn't want to be there. He's very mm. antsy. He, he is a bit of a. You think he's like some kind of former. Bank robber or something. I reckon it's, he's either a criminal or he's in witness protection. Criminal with a heart of gold, yeah. And if he's if he is a criminal, mm-hmm. I think we need to check the pockets of this humpback whale <laughs> make sure he hasn't fleeced it for its wallet. Get up with Nick and Hato on CQ's hit. Secret. If you know what breed of dog is making this bark here, you could be taking home a prize that is jackpotted from last week. Last week we had a Paw Patrol DVD up for grabs. Yeah, it was uh, they go racing. They're racing around a racetrack. One of them's in a plane. One of Ooh. them, the rest of them are in cars. Very cool. But this week it's jackpotted. We're going double trouble. Another Paw Patrol DVD. Hey, no. This uh, pup save pup Lantis, and all the dogs are mermaids. <laughs> They're little fish. They have mermaid tails reading. instead of back legs. What's not to love? I'm just reading the back of it, Hato. There's six epic underwater missions in this. Is it six? Are they I movies or are they like TV ep- episodes? I think they're TV episodes. 
Cool. And it also has a bonus adventure, Top Wing, which I think is like a Top Gun ripoff. Awesome. Very well, cool. Well, if you want to get those Paw Patrol DVDs, give us a ring right now, 13, 12, 16. <laughs> and guess what breed of dog is making that? All bark. right. Now, we've got Tony playing with us first up. Tony, just to give you a bit of a refresher, last week we had some guesses that were wrong. Last week, Corgi, Greyhound, and King Charles Cavalier were all guessed. It's none of those dogs. What kind of dog do you reckon it is? I don't think it's a, a Kelpie. A Kelpie. A classic dog. Ooh, incorrect. Unfortunately, not a Kelpie. Classically wrong guess, as people <laughs> say all the time. Uh, Jack, not a Kelpie. What else do you reckon? Um, made a golden retriever. Yeah, I can see it being a golden retriever. Are the pups from this uh, Paw Patrol, are they golden retrievers? One of them surely would be, right? I think they're just general dogs in that one. I don't know. They're just Generic cartoon dog. dogs. Uh, unfortunately, not a golden retriever. You can't help you out there, Jack. Hey. 13, 12, 16. If you do want to give us a call and have a guess, we are slowly going through the list of dogs. I would mm. say that the dog we're playing with today had a classic dog. Yeah, we've got some phone lines open. 13, 12, 16. If you want to guess what breed of dog's making this bark. <laughs> All right, let's go through. We've got Chloe. It's not a Kelpie, Golden Retriever, King Charles, a Greyhound, or a Corgi. What do you reckon? Is it a Marima? A Marima. Oh, like those big, like the she- the really big, furry, hairy sheepdog things, right? Yeah. Cool. All right. Unfortunately, not a Marima sheepdog. Thank you for the call, though, Chloe. Let's get to another one. You're with Nick and Hato. Who's this? I would like a Paw Patrol. <laughs> you like a Paw Patrol DVD? Yeah. All right, what's your name? Trevor. Trevor? I like a Paw Patrol. My name's Herbert. Oh, Herbert. All right, tell us, Herbert. You've got to guess what what kind of dog this is if you want to win the DVD, all right? Yeah. What kind of dog do you reckon that is? A Doberman. A Doberman. Doberman. Great guess, unfortunately. I would say, though, Not a Doberman. I'd say close to one, though. Yeah, close-ish. Very close. Give us a call back another time to play... Uh, we've got some more calls coming in on 13, 12, 16. You're with Nick and Ada. Who's this? Uh, it's Rachel. Rachel, tell us, what kind of dog? A German Shepherd. German Shepherd. Why do you think German Shepherd? Just sounds like one. Yep, that makes sense. <laughs> There's not too many you ways idiot. you can answer that question. <laughs> That's the entire game. Uh, All right. Well, you've done absolutely fantastically. You've won yourself two Paw Patrol DVDs. Twice as much fun as one. One of them, they're all mermaids, freaky mermaid dogs. So oh, my daughter will love that. Right. <laughs> that is absolutely fantastic. Dogs. Look, stay on the line. We'll get all your details. We can send out that amazing prize to you. Very well done. This An is what expert. dreams are made of. This is what dreams are made of. Secret Hand returns. Same time next week. I got Facebook. Facebook. Keep up with Nick and Hado on Facebook. Search Hit Central Queensland. Everybody. Everybody. On a Wednesday, it's Feel Good Wednesdays, Nick. Get around there. So not everyone's waiting for this. Not everyone's excited. Well, no one's called, mate. That's fine, mate. It's because you scared them off. That's what it was. You know what it is? Everyone's content. That's why. Because they, they're like, you know what? I don't need to be the judge of this because oh. I know it's going to be fantastic. So we don't need the segment then. <laughs> no. no. If you're content, that's the definition no, of not needing content, this. But you want to feel good. Content's fine. You want to feel great, Con- all right? Content, but aspirational. Let me tell you about a ferret who is raising money for coronavirus. <laughs> Every man and his dog is getting on board for to this. To fight coronavirus, I should say. Yeah. He's not pro he's not <laughs> pro COVID nineteen. A ferret that's not trying to spread it. No. So this little ferret's name's Bandit. He's oh, eight yeah. months old and he's just run a full marathon. Is that a lot for a ferret? It's a lot for everyone. 
Oh, well, I mean, there are animals where that's probably not impressive for Well, they've got such tiny little legs, right? If you were a gazelle, you would do probably two marathons a day. Yeah, but for a ferret, how, how long do you think a ferret's running for every day? 42Ks, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a ferret. His name's Bandit, eight months old. Um, they were raising money. They, they took it for a walk, right, to raise some money. They are like, filming him just walking through the forest yeah, or right. whatever. On a leash, of course. <laughs> cool. Uh, and then they sort of thought, hey, um, why don't we just make him run a full marathon for money? And then they did, and then they raised money. <laughs> how much? Are we talking like twenty? I mean, what's impressive? Guess, for a guess. How much do you? How much do you think a ferret could raise? How much would make you feel good that a ferret raised money for COVID nineteen? Thirty grand minimum. Uh, Australian dollars or? Austra- well, you know what? Whatever <laughs> you need it to be. Thirty gra- Thirty thousand in whatever currency. Where is? It? Where is he from? Uh, the UK. Sorry, I should have said. Yeah, thirty thousand pounds. Then. Okay, he's raised two point two. Thousand pounds. So it's two thousand two hundred dollars. Quite a bit short, isn't it? Well, of your over expectations of Bandit, he's a ferret. He's only eight months old. How much money have you raised for COVID nineteen relief for my marathon running? Zero. Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. Uh, so they've they've. Uh, I mean, that's it. <laughs> oh, so he's only yeah. All right. <laughs> he's raised the money. He's done the marathon. Hmm. Really thought this one would get you. I mean, ferrets are fine. Ferrets are good. They're cool. They're like smarter rats, and they're longer. How far could a rat run? They, I thought they. I mean, it's not be easy for a rat. That's all they're doing. All they're doing is scurrying around. <laughs> they're the endurance athletes of the rodent world, aren't they? Nick, how do you feel? Out of one to ten, ten. <laughs> Wait, let me just recap. A ferret ran a marathon and raised two grand. <laughs> no, I understand. I was there do for you? the story. No, I get it. I feel um, like you're not excited. Where? So you want a scale of one to ten? Where does underwhelmed sit? Just give me a number. No. Two. Oh, cool. Well, one was most excited, so that was good. <laughs> That's Feel Good Wednesdays. <laughs> About a, a ferret running a marathon. <laughs> Get up with Nick and Hato on CQ's Hit. When someone you look up to mm. gets arrested, gets a slap on the wrist from the law, yeah, it's a sad day. Or they get cancelled or something because they do something horrible. Yeah, I, it's a bad feeling. I am worried for people that I look up to because in this modern age of you know people revealing information, mm. and if, they're, if they're a bad person, so be it. But I don't think this hero of mine is a bad person. A man in America, yeah, in the state of Florida, who is nameless. <laughs> well, he has no name. Yeah, well, he's a hero of yours. You don't know his name. Yeah, he's a uh, he has been arrested for wrestling alligators on the side of the highway. <laughs> He's so wrestling alligator on the side wrestling. of the highway. That's how, in the article they they write it as wrestling. But wait, why is he is he a hero because he does this, or is he another person? Is he a hero for another reason, and he's <laughs> getting arrested for this? Uh, according to police reports, this man, uh, well, cops were going along the side of the highway, and the highway was like next to, I guess, a large swamp area. <laughs> sure. And they saw a, sh- a shirtless man running around the <laughs> banks of the river. The cops thought, this is unusual. So they pulled over and they said, mate, what are you doing? He's like, I'm just rustling alligators. And they're like, why are you doing that? He goes, because they're eating all of my fish. Okay. And he's trying to keep a, he's trying to keep a balance. So he's an environmental, environmental activist. Spot on. Basically a Greenpeace uh, alligator wrestler. Oh, sorry, wrestler. (laughs) (laughs) Do him the honor, please. And uh, the cops said, mate, you can't just be wrestling alligators out here. That's wrestling, sorry. Can't be wrestling alligators. Uh And he goes... 
this is how I keep the natural hierarchy alive. Was he hurting them? Was he trying to like kill them or I something? Don't, I don't know. I don't think that's the point of wrestling an alligator. A bit of a duffing up. Like, yeah. Don't come back again or I'll, I'll wrestle you harder. And you can imagine at me... An impressionable twenty-five-year-old who sees that and goes, "I wish I, I know I could do that." And I you, see someone uh, living out my dream, and that if hurts. You, if you haven't listened to the show, if, if you're new to the show or whatever, Nick genuinely believes it's not a joke. He, for real, one hundred percent, genuinely believes he could fight a crocodile and alligator and win. It's not even belief; it's just like I know that I could. We talked to John from the Karana Croc Farm. We asked him point hmm. blank. Mate, do you think Nick could fight a crocodile? And he said, no, you would be killed basically straight away. He was worried about, you know, obviously the, the croc farms are having a bit of a rough time at the moment because of the virus. He had bigger fish to fry. What? We talked to him before, we talked to him like last year. He knew it was going to happen. <laughs> what? Preemptively called him. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> so this man's been arrested now. Do yeah. we know, is he going to jail? Do we know anything about it? They believe he is going to, he's been released on a very, very cheap bail because they <laughs> thought he was creating a public nuisance and endangering wildlife. That makes sense. Um, but yes, local authorities actually, like a local uh, environmentalist group, they paid for his release. Really? Like he, they paid for his bail. Because he was doing the right thing. Yeah. According to the greenies. Well, I think the mentality was, if you're dumb enough to wrestle an alligator, yeah. probably fine. I reckon we should bring this bloke over because obviously in Gladi, they've had a lot of... A lot of croc sightings. Of late. We yeah. should be getting him out there, keep Just the beaches getting, clean. Getting to wrestle some crocs. Or maybe I could get out there and, you know, they could try and arrest me That'd if That'd be wanted. good, actually. I would love to see you out there. You finally put your money where your mouth is. I could. I mean, it'd be fine if a, if a cop tries to arrest me. Yeah. Just wrestle the cop as well. <laughs> yeah, if you could take a croc, you could take a cop. <laughs> I mean, crocs don't have guns, but I'm sure it's probably it's probably a fair fight both ways. That was the Nick and Hato catch up. Listen live weekdays from 6 a.m. on Hits.